welcome to the STEM Economy with your host, Matt Bender. This is the future that crypto wants. Welcome to Scam Economy. My name is Matt Binder, and on today's episode of the show, I'll be talking with Ed Zitron. He wrote two great pieces recently about the pay-to-earn game called Axie Infinity. And if that sounds familiar to you, you may have heard of it because just this week, the network that it runs on was hacked and over $600 million were just taken like that. Oof. We'll be diving into what pay to earn is. We will be talking about the whole crypto gaming ecosystem and how dystopian the entire space is. Folks, as you know, scameconomy.com is where you can go to find all the links to where you can listen to this show, subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Binder, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever you listen to the show, follow me on Twitter at Binder, and of course, patreon.com slash Binder to support this show monetarily if you can to support all this great content now let's stop right there because joining me now to discuss this hack play to earn and i guess the entire wonderful world of axie infinity ed zitron uh ed thank you so much for joining me my pleasure i love talking about uh giant ponzi schemes that might be pyramid schemes but it isn't immediately obvious right right i mean this is Every aspect of what we're going to talk about is is quite incredible from yes. the hack that just happened all the way to the very basis of what this whole model of of a business I guess is. It's it's incredible. So I guess let's start with what just recently happened that has everyone talking about Axie Infinity. Now there was this this big hack. Can you tell us a yes. little bit about it? So the hack itself it's annoying and boring at the same time which is very indicative of how cryptocurrency works but basically the way axie infinity works is because it started on ethereum which is a slow and expensive network they had to create a side chain called ronin ronin faster dedicated chain this chain would be some so a side chain of a blockchain this chain you would put your ethereum into and then you would have wrapped ethereum that you could transact quickly and and cheaply on the Ronin sidechain to play this game. Now, it's worth taking a step back. To play Axie Infinity, you need to buy a little horrible little monster for about $300. If you can't afford one, you can get something called a sponsor or a scholar. I forget what they're called. Oh, we'll, we'll talk. It, that's a whole other we'll thing. We'll, we'll get, get there. Yeah, later. yeah. But nevertheless, people put their money into the Ronin network, which is not an it's not a non-standard thing. There are other sidechains all over the shop. People put even just on Ethereum, they'll put something into an LP contract. If they, Nevertheless, people put their money in. And sometime last year, there was a massive traffic jam because Axie got super popular. So Sky Mavis, and just to be clear, Axie Infinity, developed by Sky Mavis, but not really owned by them in some bizarre blockchain logic. But there are nine validators that agree on each transaction. If you want to take out one Ethereum and five out of them say, yep, He's taken out one Ethereum, out goes one Ethereum. So four of them are owned by Sky Mavis. 
late last year, Sky Mavis made a deal with the Axie Decentralized Authority, or sorry, Decentralized Autonomous Organization. I hate it so much with the DAO that said, temporarily, <laughs> we will agree to sign some transactions for you to reduce load in the network. This agreement ended in December of last year, except someone forgot to turn it off. So a hacker got control, I actually don't know how, of four out of five of the validators, then a fifth validator, a third party one. And they said, hey, I've got five of these now, so um, I'd like to withdraw everything that you had. I'd like all of your Ethereum and USDC, the stablecoin. And because there were five of them, the other four were like, what the fuck are you doing? But there were five of them. There was a consensus. And thus, the money was all taken out. So nobody lost anything as long as they don't want to touch what they had, in which case they lost absolutely everything. Right now, there is... Was one hundred seventy-two thousand dollars worth of wrapped? Sorry, one hundred seventy-two thousand Ethereum worth of wrapped Ethereum that is based on nothing. There is nothing, and they're claiming now, "Oh, we're going to give you the money, but we'll get the money back," which is a really wonderful, wonderful thing to do. That I have no idea how they're going to do because that money is gone. It has been. It is in the process of being money laundered in actually a comically funny and bad way. Like the guy. I actually kind of like obviously people's money being taken is terrible, but I kind of fancy this is like a twenty-three-year-old dipshit who's just like I am. Right, there's no what to do with it. Ne- right. Nearly like six hundred million dollars of just buying like fucking Pokemon cards and shit. But no, I, yeah, I know all about the young people clearly. Uh, but no, <laughs> but no, well, so- actually, actually is sort of like pokemon in a sense of it's you buy these little monster things but you know obviously you buy pokemon one time game purchase and then you could collect them all in the game all you'd like at no extra cost to you whereas axie infinity hits you up for hundreds of dollars every time you want to buy another one of these monsters and you know you could but it's worse oh go ahead because if you want to breed them you also have to pay and the experience points and the other associated tokens, all tokens with a financial value. And on top of that, Sky Mavis and all the AXS, so AXS being the main token, all of those holders get a cut. So people like Alexis O'Hadian, Mark Cuban, and of course the developers themselves just constantly raking in the capital. And uh, yeah, so yeah, it there's something. Sucks. There's something like a, a five, a close to a five percent transaction fee on every transaction, yeah. and that's just the fee that like goes to everyone you just mentioned, Axie Infinity developers and all their investors and, and the VCs. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, um, to be clear, though, the invest it's not like it's like ah here is for the investors. It's the owners of the AXS token. So theoretically, this is their little bullshit. They say that it makes it democratic. Theoretically, anyone who has AXS tokens can get. I think. But nevertheless, yes, it's the people who have the majority that get the most, obviously. Right. And it sucks. It's it's also just an ugly bad game. That's also bad. There <laughs> right. have been like two good Pokemon games that came out in the last year alone. They are right. great. Just yep. play them. They're fine. But people play this game because they can make money, make money on it because they can sell the little horrible Axie monsters and sell the currency, the experience points that you would use to level them up or you can just sell the currency. And yeah, it's, it's a game that basically is being sold as a play to earn thing, meaning that you play it and earn money, by which I mean a job. It is a job. And 
there's new i cited it in my newsletter which i wrote yesterday but there is something it's ridiculous it's like it doesn't even pay the minimum wage in the philippines where i think about two and a half million people play Axie infinity so the people who got shafted here as much as we laugh about like all me apes gone me adidas nft and all that the people suffering here are like there's at least two and a half million people who are really fucking suffering here who now have no way to get that money out and probably never will right yeah, I mean, people should should understand that you know. First of all, Axie Infinity. I guess we should talk about exactly how much was was stolen here. We're talking six hundred and twenty five million dollars. Uh, it's like U.S. dollars. Uh, again, that that's you know that's arguable about how much that actually can transfer to if they actually did sell all that Ethereum and U.S. Uh, DC, which is a stable coin that was also stolen. So one hundred and seventy three thousand six hundred Ether. And 25.5 million of that stable coin, which should equal 625 million in US dollars. Um, one weird thing, though, is that I was looking and people, it seems like there was at least one person out there who noticed something strange because the money was actually stolen like almost a week ago. Yes, it's, and- a, it's so fucking funny. It's just like, I will notice if there's like a $5 transaction on my credit card, but these people don't notice some bloke walking out with 600 million. Maybe it's, it might be because the validators agreed. It was, there was no warning. Right. But again, there, there was someone on Twitter who was like tweeting at them saying, Hey, I'm looking at this. Cause when you move that much, a, you know, i.e., the entirety of what's on there, it affects the value of of what's going on. And apparently, someone noticed that hey, there's a lot of transactions moving, prices are being affected. What, what, like faith people? There were a few people who caught this and thought there was a massive rug pull from Sky Mavis going on because it just seemed so incredible that all this money was being pulled. And ironically, there was a massive rug pull by them. They just weren't doing it. It was their fault, <laughs> and it's incredible. They left the keys in the car. They just left the keys in the car, except keys in this case is like leaving the title of the car, which you have signed with the keys and your passport. Like It's just the whole thing is so utterly it's just it's crazy to me because play to earn is already fairly malevolent. It's already a very horrible idea that turns joy into tiny amounts of money. And it's even at its base level can never work in a way that is sustainable because if it's a game that's fun that also pays you a living wage, people won't do regular jobs. And also, where's the money coming from and how is the person? It just doesn't make sense unless it's a Ponzi scheme, unless it is quite literally a system that requires more money coming into it. And it's it's why I just every time I read about it, I get a little bit angrier. And I got to say, I fucking called this shit as being bad. OK, it's like a month and a half ago. I'm not that that much of a trendsetter, but the fact is, you've got people like Alexis Ohanian, someone I otherwise respect, championing championing this truly evil shit and trying to spin it off as, oh yeah, this is just good for the player, right? It's giving you something to own. Yeah, right now, you know what they own? Jack fucking shit. Right. They own less than nothing. They own a a a signifier of nothing it's just so i guess that is crypto but it's just so frustrating because alexis said nothing not a word from that guy and i don't see the media fucking asking it's just really disgraceful because the reason i'm banging on about him is he's someone who was part of the early internet early ish like the 
read it, obviously. Read it, right. The Reddit. I'm a hundred years old. <laughs> but the Reddit, that's what I'm calling it now. But no, he's he was I guess he's never taken responsibility for the evils that Reddit did either, so why should I expect this? But I don't know, if I put money into something that did this, I would be trying to cover my own ass so hard I'd look like a mummy. Like but there's nothing. But maybe his lawyer told or maybe he just doesn't give a shit. There's right. also that very obvious I mean, there's a, there's a there's a lot of these guys who who came out as like they were like the good guys of Web Two, mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden they're pushing uh, honestly shit that's much worse than in my opinion uh, what what Web Two pumped out. Like Web Three oh, is yeah. is horrible, and you know the thing that baffles me about someone like Alexis Ohanian who who founded Reddit is that dude. You like I've heard him talk, and you know I'll probably I'll play that clip that you uh, talked about in your piece about where he's pumping up Axie Infinity in the in the show. As someone who grew up playing video games, I can't help but feel a little bit jealous because uh, there are kids who are going to be making more money uh, than I was making at the Pizza Hut uh, from from playing video games, and and this is like it's easy to joke about, but the reality is this play to earn model is going to become the new normal. And, and what it's doing to empower people all over the world is actually really remarkable uh, and, and, and quite extraordinary. What, what the blockchain does is create the technology so that you actually own the digital goods that you buy or earn. And what this does now that it is at scale and, and truly a global marketplace is it empowers gamers to, to really own the things that they're creating, to really actually monetize the time that they're spending playing these video games. And... Like I said, there's there's no putting this genie back in the bottle. If you you know consider this as the new normal for gaming, what reason would any person have to go back to spending their time playing games for free or spending money for things they don't actually own? I recall him talking about Web3 in general and basically saying, and he says it in that Axie Infinity talk too, where it's just like, oh, finally, like the like the, the user gets to claim ownership over stuff and make money, whereas before it was just all like the platforms and VCs making money. And here I am thinking, well, dude, number one, that's still what this mainly is. Your Web3 world, still mainly the platforms and VCs are making all this money. And then two, if you wanted, if you felt that strongly about the users making money off of what they put in, you fucking owned one of the biggest Web2 platforms. Why the hell weren't you paying all the people who made Reddit what it is? Why weren't you paying them for their content if you felt that strongly about it? Because he doesn't care. <laughs> I, I, like, I, like, I hate to say it, that like having worked with him, finding him a pleasant person who has done right by me, he should be fucking ashamed of himself because, to your point, yes, Reddit enriched him. Reddit also helped foster some of the most hateful and evil creatures. I think there is a compelling argument that they would have found another place. Just look at Discord, just look at Telegram. But nevertheless, it's he was pushing that, but also taking a step back to that clip as well. He was like, oh, yeah, finally gamers get to own stuff. And they finally make money. I don't play video games to make fucking money. I do a job for that. Right. I play video games so I can have three edibles and pretend I'm a pitcher for the Los Angeles Dodgers. I don't do it so I can make thruppence battling monsters in a web browser. I don't play Pokemon Arceus so that I can own a Pikachu. I don't need, I don't want, okay, I'd love it if Pikachu exists. That'd be fascinating. But 
in a gaming sense, who gives a shit about owning anything? He's creating, as many of these Web3 people are, this false th want. No one, I don't give a shit about owning like, any of it. Who cares? I don't think gamers care. I was a games journalist for a long time, and I have played too many MMOs. I've rubber MMOs for a long time. And never once was I like, shit, it'd be so cool to own something. <laughs> I, I just, there's, the thought never crossed my mind. And I wasn't sitting there. And part of this rhetoric as well is people being rewarded for being early. The reward is I played the game and had more time with it. And I got to enjoy it. And I got deeper in. I, I think it's just a noxious form of capitalism, a poisonous form that is trying to take away and monetize everything. And also to your point about, oh, VC's not owning stuff. What the hell Alexis invested in Axie Infinity? Was it out of his wallet or was it through what, 776? His uh, yeah. capital yeah. firm that And he of course, you, you got, you got uh, Anderson Horowitz, who's been investing in every Web3 project imaginable, putting like 150 million in Axie Infinity recently, like just, just the end of last year in like November or something. I mean, at this point, Andreessen investing in something evil is not really surprising to me. But yeah, of course, Andreessen did. And honestly, I bet he just got yours to make money. He doesn't give a shit. Right? But he'd probably lie on camera. But I, I don't really care about him. He needs to focus on chasing Sonic and Tails. But he, um, he is. But him and his investments are always bothersome. With Alexis, he has always done this. I'm the good guy, like you said, thing about how like I, I fight for the user. But this is really. It's not even fighting for the user. It's like trapping the user and using the user as with all of these i would love i'm deadly serious i'd love someone to bring me a web free thing and convince me right i would love to right. i make money hyping products please bring me one but i'm not going to work with something that's very clearly exploitative and all of these things are every single one they're all there is always a mechanism through which they exploit someone they're so and i'm sure this will go well actually i think all things are kind of i get what you what shut up with crypto with so much of this especially web3 it's always there's always a fucking token there's always this lie about user ownership casey newton made a really good point about this as well when he was talking about the ape coin dow where he was talking about how they always pretend oh you can buy into this down you can have a real voice but it's always voting on fringe issues you don't when you buy into ape coin you're not buying into yuga labs sorry Backtrack there. Yuga Labs, ApeCoin related to the Board Ape Yacht Club, right, NFT. Right. Luckily, and... my last episode was on that very thing. So everyone listening right now should know exactly what you're talking about. Honestly, if you don't know what it is, I'm kind of jealous. Uh, but, <laughs> but with these DAOs, you're never voting on anything meaningful. With uh, the Ethereum name service, I think they used it to oust CEO, which is the most powerful thing I've seen. But at the same time, it's like you ousted one guy from, from an Ethereum name service, but... No one is actually giving you any power of anything. You own nothing. You could own every ape coin, every single one, and you would own jack shit of Yuga Labs because they're never giving you anything. No one's giving you anything. If they actually bought into any of their bullshit, there would be a mechanism where someone could buy the whole game and run it. That is the only, there would be a way to spend $600 million and literally own everything and control the entire path of the game because that would be a true DAO. Except the DAO does not control the entirety of Axie because they don't actually want to give you anything. And right. what do you own exactly? Fucking nothing. Right. You don't own stock. You go into, oh, I've got all these coins. You go, 
go to a fucking courthouse and try and don't know what you're trying to do. I don't right. know where you take a business over, just complete idiot here. But but for real, there is no actual power there. But it's sold as this democratizing thing. Yes, democratized as long as you got in early before you so you could do a little insider trading. Right. That's all it is. Well, you I think, think Alexis it's... paid sixty bucks or sixty five bucks per AXS? Bullshit. You probably right. paid twenty cents. Right. You know, he was just giving them, of course, right? You no, know, but on top well, of that, he invested. Well, right, right. Obviously, yes, yes, that's true. I was thinking, you know, ApeCoin with uh, he basically oh, put God. on the found, he's put on the foundation yeah. and he gets a a, a load of the coin. Um, but I guess in this scenario, he did have to put some money in. Um, but you know, I, I think the the Axie Infinity DAO is the perfect encapsulation of like what exactly a DAO is all about. Because here you have. Um, uh, Sky Mavis, who apparently is not supposed to claim ownership over this stuff, yet still has the power to say, hey, uh, we need you to uh, change the rules here so we could do something. And they get what they want. There was no, um, there was no vote on that. Um, that was they, the thing. I was actually looking for that vote, and I right, could not find it. Right, right. And then – so they get that. And then on top of that, here's the second part of why this is so ridiculous, uh, that only a DAO can bring you, is that when nothing happens in December to revert back to the old way, which would have ostensibly prevented this hack from occurring, uh, when no one did that, guess what? No one is taking responsibility. It's nobody's fault. It's just something that happened. Uh, no one can really say uh, this person was supposed to do that. That Mr. Bean. To... Yeah, it's ridiculous. Everyone's just passing the buck because no one can claim ownership because the Dow. It's so funny. It's so good because it's like, well, it's terrible, but it's funny because this is also, and I wrote about this uh, beginning of the year, I think. It's like, this is what I love about it. It's, everyone's like, yeah, I love cryptocurrency because I'm a fucking libertarian. There you go. Here's your libertarianism, dipshit. Right. Whoa, 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 whoa. Libertarian means no. Libertarian means exactly this. It means anything can happen and there's no fucking stopping it. Oh, but wait. Sky Mavis is going to talk to the police. Fucking, fucking coward bitch. You lost the money fair and square, you libertarian dipshit. It's gone now. Right. This 22 year old has it. This imagined 22 year old. Or like Mr. Bean stole it. Like, I right. don't know. Whoever has it, but all of these people are like, well, we need to we need to call the police. We need to get the put. No, 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 no. You don't get to do that, you naughty little creep. <laughs> yeah, I thought you didn't like the police. I thought you didn't right. like. No, 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 don't. You know, I guess you want your big government back now, don't you? It's the same logic they use whenever anything goes wrong with the normal financial markets. Like, yeah, didn't invested in Bitcoin. Well, you shouldn't shouldn't have invested in fucking anything with this if you don't expect to lose everything it's it is very funny for me because i'm completely insulated from it because i i know i have been in this industry around this industry for oh, since about 2015 and god do i wish i bought in earlier of course not because of any moral thing but because i would like a lot of money for not a lot of effort <laughs> right. and i think anyone who says otherwise is a fucking liar of course uh, but but I also would respect if any of these companies were like oh it's a really good way to just get a lot of money very quickly if they actually said that i'd be like Okay. Right. I said yeah, this you're with, a scumbag, but uh, right. You know, I said this yeah. with Molly. I had Molly White on the show a couple episodes yeah, yeah. ago, and we basically both agreed on this fact: if they basic, if if these crypto advocates and Web three lovers just came out and said, "Yeah, we're we're trying to create like a new casino. It's a new form of gambling. Uh, come in and and pl- throw your chips down, and uh, that's what it is. Uh, yeah, place your bets. Bit. Yeah. But the then, problem is, if they do that, you know why they really won't do them? Because regulation. Because I live beautiful las vegas nevada 
The only thing I'd be more scared of than the SEC is whoever handles the gaming commissions. (laughs) Because they will, if, if crypto ever actually tried to be casinos, the casinos would come for them. And if you think the SEC is scary, the gaming commissions here, they control everything. If you want to work at a strip club, you've got to go to the police station. I'm not kidding. Like they, they got their shit down. But in all seriousness, they don't want to do that because if they admit that, they'd have to admit they're investing venture capital to make money, which is quite literally what venture capital is. But they don't want to admit that because if they have to admit that, they have to admit that they want to. It's just very stupid. Right. Who gives a shit? You're already rich. But that's also one of the things that really frustrates me with crypto is these people are so rich already and they're just multiplying because here is what happens. Jack Dorsey, I think, tweeted out an article about this, but it's like someone gets invested in by Coinbase Ventures. A few months pass, maybe a year passes, and it goes on Coinbase. There's a big pop, and then it drops. That's just the retail suckers just, right. just... And the VCs just... It is ultra-liquidity for VCs. It is this, oh, we'd have to wait five to ten years or maybe three years for an acquisition or five, ten years for an IPO. Now it's... Dunk. We don't even need a fucking product. We just fucking turn this bitch over, redo it. There's something approximating tech, I guess. Fuck you. Can you imagine releasing a game? If you removed all the blockchain stuff, Axie Infinity would look out of place in the EBAMS world about 20 years ago. And it's not even it's 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 literally the type of game you would see on like what was that uh, flash game? Oh, like neutral grounds or whatever it's called. Uh, yeah, it, it's new grounds. New grounds. Yeah. Uh, it's so was actually slightly better. Way better. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true, right? But I mean, it was it was it's this is so this is a browser based game that you wouldn't even you wouldn't if if it was thrown on a cartridge for you to stick into your Nintendo Switch or uh, yeah. you know on a, on a disc to play on your Xbox, you would not pay like ten bucks for this game. It's, you wouldn't play it if it was free, right? Right. And you got people spending hundreds of dollars, and this is, of course, dependent on – that's like the minimum hundreds of dollars. We're talking about a game that obviously ebbs and flows with the market because, again – you once, need the money. You also need the money to keep doing transactions. Right, right, because you, you need to level up your characters so you can make just more money. It, yeah. Just to interact with the contract. Like, right. I, I think it's just a layers of contracts so you're interacting with very smart contracts. Please understand that my discussion of that is not an – is not anything other than derisive because your smart contracts thing may be interesting on a you did this level, but not on a qualitative one. Like I have yet to see a single fucking crypto product, not one that makes me think, oh, that's cool. Right. Other than other than there was there there was one I worked on that I'm literally not going to describe now that was related to literally you could use your Bitcoin in the store, and that was cool because it was real world, and then it was just past that point. It's like okay, I used Bitcoin. I could have just used dollars, right? And that's the that's the thing. Like, Didn't replace anything, exactly. And it's not improving anything either. Right. I am not, and I keep getting this fucking argument that's really bothering me. Where it's like, well, people said this about the old web too. The old web had a fucking point, right? I used to play Altmore online. I used to be on CompuServe. I remember being like, this is the future. This is weird and kind of clunky. Well, this is cool. I'm talking to someone in America, and I was in Wales at the time. Right, like that, that was like that's the that thing. Makes the, sense. the second you logged online, you were able to do something you were not able to do without the internet. Communicate with someone, anyone, whether you knew them or wanted to meet someone new, you could do that. Even if you didn't want to meet them, yeah, yeah, you could do that with the click of a button, and boom, it happened. 
And that's and not it, something that you could have done without the internet at the time. And I distinctly remember how I felt. I was enthralled by what would now be considered quite pedestrian. I could chat with someone just in America. Just that alone was fascinating. I mean, beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. Now I've made the journey, but that's the thing. I could talk to someone or I could download a shareware version of something. I could download after three hours, some sort of mod of something. And it was very early, but it was exciting because of the possibility. I have used crypto used. What can I fucking, what's there to use? But right. I'm not getting anything. I'm not, I, I, it's sitting in your wallet. Living. Sitting in your, if you even, if you didn't sell it off, cause you were like, this is stupid. What's the point? I, I did. <laughs> like, like that's the thing. Like, uh, I made money on crypto. It's not because I'm, t not because of any qualitative intelligence on my part. It's number went up. So, but yep. that's the thing. But I am used to putting on rose-colored glasses. I really am. I'm used to being like, give this fucking shot. I'm gonna give it. it. I've bloody tried. I really have, and I'm still trying. Just because, not because of the Ken Kevin Roos level i need to be a curious skeptic but because i'm like i won't miss a goddamn thing i don't want to give the reason i even corrected you on subtle things like alexis invested through his vehicle his venture capital firm because i don't want these people to have a single fucking iota against me because i am sick and tired of people giving this the benefit of the doubt the time has passed we need to start saying i don't know what regulation would even look like but we need it and on a very basic level, we need something to protect people not getting wiped out. We need, to your point, responsibility. We need someone to say, I don't care if you were in a DAO. I don't care. I can draw a line between these. You are like, if a public company lost $600 million, like that someone too. Would, be, yeah. would be in jail, right. even for a mistake, or at the very least be getting visited by people of different parts of the government, including the IRS, because, wow, you're responsible for a lot of money going missing. Where is it, by the way? And that's the thing. None of this is happening. Not like the FBI should be doing like, I'm not, not an FBI and not being like, yeah, FBI, but just like in a real world example of this, there would be like a fucking press conference. Right. They Department would be doing something. That, that, yeah, that's because, you even want something to you without you yeah. needing to say you want it to happen they would be doing it whether you wanted it to happen or not exactly but now they're just like i or maybe they are you know the fbi holds all like the largest amount of bitcoin or something they have ridiculous. a lot yes which it's is funny, so funny because yeah the 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 stateless no non-government revolution <laughs> right there yeah uh but you know I, you know you mentioned responsibility just now when we were talking about it, and then earlier you brought the libertarian stuff and i think yeah. it's really funny because like one of the um like the the crypto mantras is that code is law as in whatever is <laughs> written into the smart contract is basically that's it that's you know whatever happens whatever happens it was meant to happen and you can't complain because that's just what was supposed to happen whatever the the code does just is because of course no person is behind the code the code just it be, has become a sentient you know just existed on its own it wrote itself but anyway that's what they believe but it's it's so interesting to see how this works in a scenario like this because if you were an Axie Infinity player, first of all, mm. uh, God bless you. I'm sorry you, you, you did I'm that. I'm so we'll, sorry if you're lost. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that in, in a second, too, about the people who, who play the game. But, you know, if you did something like you lost your, 
your 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 password or your your passcode and or or you got hacked like your individual account got hacked you know what the answer from like the crypto companies would be or your fellow crypto lovers it would be your fault code is law it was meant to happen whatever happened happened you know you did it wrong but look at what happens when the failure is at the highest level when it's the 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 company when it's the the overseers of this blockchain, all of a sudden, code isn't law. They're calling in the authorities because something illegal happened. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be the same thing, too, when eventually uh, they get bailed out. Because, yes. you know, I, I know you said earlier we don't know what's going to happen. And I agree. We don't know exactly what's going to happen. But most likely, because this is what's happened in other scenarios where these massive hacks have happened, is that the other crypto exchanges or the stablecoin arbiters who print up all this magic money whenever they need it, they're going to get together and they're going to say, well, you know, Axie Infinity represents a huge part of the crypto market. It basically, like we were talking about play-to-earn games, Axie Infinity basically is the play-to-earn market. There's nothing else. This is like, I, I like it's like you know, world, you know, Vince McMahon and WWE after they bought WCW. There was nothing else until AEW came along, like 17 years later. Like Axie Infinity is the player in the space. So they're gonna get together and they're gonna say we need to bail them out. They're gonna get them this money through all sorts of you know weird transfers and investments just to basically hide what they're actually doing. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna help out Axie Infinity. Uh, with their losses, whether that'll actually save the company or not, we'll, 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 that'll be another thing to see. But they're going to try. If a player was to have just their wallet hacked or their account hacked, they those same people who are getting bailed out would say to you, sorry, nothing we could do about it. That's mm-hmm. on you. That's on you. And God, what a, what a hilarious, very well put, but also what a hilarious thing to happen in an industry that constantly makes fun of people kissing up to the government. They're like, right. oh, an individual person, that's personal responsibility. But the government gets her, their government being sky. Please protect our beautiful companies. Right. Our beautiful, we love our company. Please, please don't let my company, please don't let my company get hurt. Also, I 90% think you're right. I could see like Binance kicking in 100 million or something like that with just the completely made up cash they have. At the same time, I could see it just not happening. Because, yeah. so here's a big reason. Note what the stablecoin was, USDC. USDC is the one I think that Coinbase has a part of, so the more legitimate one. Sure, they might get an Ethereum bailout, but this is not a small amount. It isn't a small amount at all. And on top of that, it wasn't in Tether. If it's not in Tether, you can't really print it so easy. You can't print USDC, so you, I'm sure Darkcoin has been into detail how USDC... DC might be corrupt, but it's at least the more legitimate one. Makes me wonder how they will get bailed out. Right. I just I, I could see the some sort of conglomerate and getting together, but at the same time, could they? Yeah. Would they? Yeah. Maybe they don't give a fuck. Maybe they just go. They could also, well, you know, could, could the VCs I guess could come along too and decide they want to put some money. Then, so I don't think that will happen for a very simple reason, which is, what do the VCs get in return now? Because you think they're going to do this for free? 
you know, I, do I, you think I, they haven't already exited their position? Absolutely. That's definitely, I'm 100% yeah. sure they've got out. Maybe, maybe like, I'm putting maybe I'm putting too much stock in the fact that like, you know, they they really view play to earn as that's that's the big like that's what is the big money maker that they view. Like there's all this web3 bullshit you hear about helping make out. Make that much money. They they it think this makes is about 1.3 billion a year, which is a lot of money. But that's all really from one major giant in the space. Like they're probably viewing this the same way that, that you know, look at the video game industry. Multi-billion dollar industry, huge. They're probably viewing viewing it as imagine taking that and then adding that crypto equivalent. You basically have like the two industries where this insane amount of money just flies around combined, yeah. and they're probably viewing all the possibilities. Uh, I, I think it's not going to be big. And again, we'll, we'll get into the players, who, people who no, play. You, I think you're right, but the one thing I will say, and this is somewhat vacuous analysis, but. Right now, Axie Infinity's main token, AXS, is about $684 million worth of 24 volumes. So not small at all. Definitely not. But also not huge. Right. It's not... If that leaves, it will have an effect on the market, but will it have much of an effect? Right. Like, that's the, that's the thing. There may be a degree of letting... Like, I could see it going both ways. I could see them, like, letting them to go to the wolves. But at the same time... Dumber shit has happened in this industry, yeah. but I know you want to talk about the players, I right? But actually, to, to the, uh, play up your point, Axie Infinity is, is sort of a like it had its. That's the thing; it had its moment already. Like yeah, maybe and, down the line, it'll have another moment, but I mean, it doesn't look like it. Uh, they hit a daily peak of seventeen point five million in revenue last summer, which I should say, in revenue means how much money is being traded on like that Ronin network, like how much. That's volume, though, and how much of that right, is real? Right, right. So that was the daily peak. Daily, that's huge. Uh, you know, in, in sense of a, a video game, uh, but. Uh, for the past month, from uh, I believe. Hold I... up, though. Hold up. Is that revenue trading, or is that just items moving around? Because remember, if that number includes the experience points, that might was be like SLP. This because number, if it, this number that's just might computing. Right. This 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 number might be their transaction uh, revenue. Um, Nevertheless, but... seventeen million a day. I've read one point three billion in revenue. That might be a year. That might be all time. 17 million a day it's a good amount of money but how much of that is actually but that's not the money the game's making that's transaction how much of that is actually coming to vcs and all that like that's the thing where is that revenue going how much of that is profit you get my point well now in the last month they're at 10 million for the month they're 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 losing players they're they're dropping in in players and because it's not a game that's it's a bad game Right. And it's a bad game that, leading neatly into it, a lot of people in the Philippines play, and a lot of people play to earn money, except, what, it's like November last year, it dropped under the Filipino minimum wage, which is fucking grim. Right. And it's already, that's already quite grim. It's already like something ridiculous, like $3 an hour or something even smaller than that. It's like a really depressing amount of money for an already harmed nation and uh again coming back to the alexis ohanian we love the world thing well dude how are you enjoying your digital sweatshop where people in the philippines are directly suffering because you put your name behind this and that's the thing i'm sure that there are people in there who are just like shithead investors whatever but 
I would guess the majority of people in there are playing out of desperation and sunk cost. Well, absolutely, because, you know, first of all, I I think this is a major reason, too, why Axie Infinity is not going to – it's going to have trouble growing because when 35% of your user base is from, you know, a a country like the Philippines, you're going to cut – and, you know, this is just the the facts of how these platforms work. You're going to to basically lose players from other places who come in – and try to interact and see that, hey, there's such a large portion of players who are from a country that I, you know, you see this with like I, s- social media platforms on a lot of mobile social media platforms. Yeah, where it's like, I, I would say based on my experience playing quite a few South Korean MMOs, you'd be surprised how well people in Asia will learn languages that no one in an English speaking country would ever think like they, I've, I have never had that problem. But at the same time. If you are building a game within an economy that has to market to multiple countries, that isn't easy at all. And also, I mentioned earlier this being a Ponzi scheme. And the problem is, when the value of your token is dropping, when the value of everything's dropping, new investors suddenly mean less. They make you less money. And on top of that, as you start being worth less, people start leaving because it stops being worth it. Right. And then someone steals all, all, your, all your money and now I don't think anyone's like, oh, shit, I've got to try this Axie Infinity thing out. It sounds great. It sounds really <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's be, uh, is not This is not good for, uh, you know, uh, growing your user base, for user growth. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the, and also, on a PR, as a professional public relations person, probably one of the more mishandled things I've ever seen. I mean, other than the, other than the, the, to make it worse, the CEO would have had to literally go and just be like, fuck you, bitches, that, that. But the their response was awful. It was slow. Like, if I was an investor... Well, that's the thing, though. They, like, they, a real company would be sued by investors now, and a lot of people. But that's the thing. I, I, just the real victims here have no recourse. Who's going to help them? Right. No one's going to help. No one's going to help some poor fucker in the Philippines who relies on this game. And that's the thing. There are people who do rely on this. Because no matter how much you say play to earn... It's earn to earn. It's work to earn. It is work. Right. It might be strange, unproductive work. And that reminds me of another thing Alexis said about how play to earn is better than real games because your gaming hours are unproductive. What a fucking psychotic thing to say. Oh, pardon me. We have a guest. Oh, um, oh hello. Um, uh, what's, what's, your, what's your cat's name? How? How? Hey, how? H O W L. He's very oh, loud. How? Hey, how? How are you? He's, he's good. He's <laughs> loud and going to cover me in fur and then probably jump off very shortly. Um, no, so, way so cuter than any of those axes, by the way. No. <laughs> way cheaper. Uh, that's true. And uh, doesn't steal all my money. Uh, but, <laughs> but that's the thing. The people suffering here are going to, they're not going to get their fucking money back. They're not going to get their lost time back as well. They're not going to get the money that was lost. And that's, that's a unifying thing with crypto as well. It's like the irresponsibility isn't just all of the stuff we've listed at length. It's this thing of the volatility and naked market manipulation. And I'll cover in white hair for my cat. Um, na- the market manipulation, that's where the irresponsibility is because the whole mantra of hodl and all that shit is hold on to the coin as long as you can because theoretically it would be worth more than the number it is now. And the people saying that are usually the ones most insulated against the drop. Nobody I knew who was heavy into crypto actually lost any money. Everyone I knew who lost money on the last big crash, 2016, 2017, 
they were all people who got into it because they were excited. They all wanted to escape, not even destitution, just mediocrity. I get like that. That makes me sound insane, but you know, like they just wanted to get out of like having a normal nine to five job, like everybody does. Right. And so much of crypto sells itself as this, and Axie even does. Oh, instead of just having fun, you can have fun and make money. What a lovely idea! Yeah, it's a lovely idea as long as you don't fucking think about it. Right. As long as you don't think about the economics. And so you've got all of these people who have just been long conned in and sold on this idea of, oh, you can make all money like Alexis, like all these old players. The money's gone. Not not even before the hack. The chance to make lots of money playing Axie was gone quite some time ago, frankly, right. just before it launched. Uh, and that's the thing. That's always the case with crypto. It's always, yeah, the time to be early was before you knew about this. Right. If you, there are rare times where people get in at the bottom and it's not taken off yet. But those are rare. Those are very rare. And the majority of them are either people who make money on crypto are either lucky or foolish or both. And and it sucks because there are so many people like, well, look, there's all these scams. People get scams, billions of dollars of scams, and people lose money and assets all the time, and they don't have any money left. But there's so many possibilities of blockchain. And it's like, name me fucking one. One. One that is better, not the same. Right, better. They'll, and they'll yeah. always they'll always bring up some problem that Web three already created. That like, yeah, it, that 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 this thing solves that Web three problem that wasn't there before. Like you created it with your crypto. I started bus. a fire <laughs> and I bought you a fire extinguisher. Right, like that's. But also, or it's oh you're early, which is just shut the fuck up. I'm just so right. tired of this. You're not early at all. But also but, you know, that that talk is also like the same thing with the fucking when we're talking investment at least when we're talking because remember this is this is the thing that I think a lot of people need ingrained in their head. The second you put a token on a blockchain, the second we're talking tokens here, whether yeah. it be uh, a non-fungible token or a fungible token, we're talking a speculative asset. There's yes. no if ends or buts about it. I see all these things about oh, it's a you know uh, the the different charity uh, crypto projects try to pretend it's just like a Love gift, that. a cool a cool memento. No, it is a speculative asset. It is a it is a security. The second you put it on, uh, you put that token on a blockchain. The and second we're funny, talking tokens, that's what it is. And it's also not democratic. That's my other favorite one. When they're like, it's democratic. Yeah, the moment a vote is transactional, the moment you can transact a vote from one person to another, it stops being a democracy. It becomes a kleptocracy, right. by definition. Right. It's literally who has the most money to right. buy the thing. And as we've discussed, it's also not a democracy because you have no actual power. Right. You have no power. The people who have power is those with insane amount, just insane amounts of money. I mean, just. Speaking of people with money, let's get into this because we haven't touched this yet. And I actually think out of all the things we talked about, it's all crazy. But for me personally, I actually think this is like the most demented part of this whole play to earn thing, especially Mm -hmm. uh, specifically, I should say, talking Axie Infinity. Uh, It is, uh, you know, it is uh, Web, what what the future that what Web3 advocates want the future to look like at its very core. And that is. These Axie Infinity scholarships, the idea, it's even the use of the word scholarship, you know, technically when you get a scholarship to like a, 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 you know, high school or college, you're 
you know, your performance at school, not, you know, and it's not only just based on grades. It could be based on a number of factors like extracurricular leadership roles, just being an overall good uh, student. You get a scholarship, which means free money tuition paid by a school because they want you to go there because you going there will pump up their shit, make them look good. Um, and that's what they want. That's, that's I actually that. hate to say it. There's a very dark thing that it is actually very similar to. The massive George Bush era Filipino teacher scams. Oh, I don't recall where they, that. They would pay, people would literally pay to get sent to America to work as teachers from the Philippines. Oh, that, and, yes, yes. And they would be told that we are sponsoring you and they'd get them the job. And then they'd have to give up massive amounts of money to go there and then a chunk of their money. And then on top of that, they'd have to live in squalor. And they'd have to thank them for it. Um, right. So this, this, like, is, this, this is very close to that, honestly, because basically what yeah, this another is. Another way in which America is, Americans are fucking parts of Asia right. for their own profit. Right. Great so stuff. Right. So basically, if people don't understand, what this is is basically uh, – like we've been mentioning throughout, it is very expensive to just enter Axie Infinity. You need to buy uh, NFTs to create 300, a, a like three hundred bucks. I yeah, think. which like I've, one, see, I've seen it changes. Yeah, it changes, but you know, three hundred to I saw as much as a thousand just to start sometimes. Um, but you need to create this team of NFTs to to battle with um, people in the Philippines. Thirty five percent of their user base. Uh, do not, cannot afford this uh, straight off the bat. So basically, people with money buy up the NFTs and then basically rent out these teams for free to users who want to play. The the process is called a scholarship and the people who play are called the scholars. And yep. to get these NFTs, to basically borrow these NFTs for free, what you do is you basically enter an indentured servitude arrangement where all of your in-game earnings actually go to the NFT holder. I thought it was all. I thought it was part of it, or it's all of it now. All of it goes to the NFT holder, and then it's the NFT holder who distributes the money. Oh goddamn, that sucks so, so bad. That's so, even worse than I thought it was. So they they keep anywhere from ten to thirty percent. The good ones take only ten percent, and give the rest seventy to ninety percent to the actual player, the scholar. Um, and this is apparently all to play a video game and it's called the scholarship and there are long waiting lines, uh, for people to get this scholarship. And I'm going like, to be honest, I'm going to be honest, man. You know, we were both wrong. Someone did create a more efficient, uh, taxi medallion service <laughs> like we have in beautiful New York city. They found an easy way to extract money from other countries. Shit, we don't even have to bring them to New York anymore. We just fuck them overseas. I think, like, the like every time I think about this, I feel gross. But like, just makes me actually genuinely angry because it is fucking hard to live in any country right now. And you've got people like Alexa Hanning, the fucking say his name again, who are like, if I if I invested in something that did this. I would be calling them and saying, I want my money out. Fuck this. I'll give you all your money back. I don't want another fucking part of this. Remove me from everything. Like, if you're setting up these weird little quasi-slave contracts, that is evil shit. Like, evil, evil. Like, evil, evil, evil. 
And I'm sure someone has made the argument, well, Nike uses sweatshops, to which I say, oh, God, yeah, that, in that case, completely correct. Allow everyone to do all the evil they want. But, but again, surely, like, I just don't understand how ethically anyone can look. Maybe you just make so much money at a certain point, your brain just doesn't register morals anymore. You get like $10 million and you just stop seeing anyone as anything other than how much they have. I don't know, but it's just so sickening. And, and it's, and that's, and so much of this web three stuff does this. It's all about, it's all about promise. It's all about promise of a better future. It's all about, this is going to be, you're going to be early. I've written this before, but it's this idea that everyone is kind of desperate ever since the great 2007, 2008, great recession, people have realized the world kind of out to fuck them. very hard world. And everyone wants like a chance to get on the board. It's actually kind of where Bitcoin started. And now it's turned into this thing where it's very much the rich have found a way to exploit and the new rich think they're completely different from the, the old rich because unlike the old rich, they've created a system that benefits them and pretty much only them and anyone they bring into it, which is absolutely nothing like the banking industry has ever acted at all. Um, and I'm, if this bailout happens, I'm sure there will be plenty of uh, responsibility taken again, just like the banking industry did. Sure, it'll be completely different this time. And of course, the people who will really get hurt will be the regular people, just like, just like happened in the Great Recession. Right. You know, that's, but that's the thing. That's, 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 that's the thing. Too, right. Even with like the bailout scenario that I, that I mentioned, I'm sure crypto people who listen to this, and I know there are, are more than a few, they're going to say, oh, yeah, uh, okay, the same thing as the financial crisis. But like, uh, so the that old system does the same, the, the, the whole, the same thing as the old way. Uh, but that's the point. Like you, you guys sell this as the new, the, the new beginning, the new way. It'll free everyone from the shackles of the old finance system. Like if you're telling me it's the same thing, then you're just recreating it at the at the at the at the at the very best case scenario. Because worst case scenario, I actually think a lot of this shit's a lot a lot worse in, in, in oh, many ways. Yeah. But it's it, in my view, it's something that came out to a lot of things happened after the Great Recession. But two things I'll note. There was a general thing I saw with people where it was like you kind of saw this when Trump came in as well. And politics. But it's you saw people who saw an unjust world and they thought, I need to on some level, on like the micro resistor level all the way up to like diehard activists. There were people who were like, I see the world as unfair and inequitable. I wanna change. I wanna see it change. And then there were a group of people who were like, Yeah, I wanna change, by which I mean I wanna rig the system right this time. And I wanna be like that. And I you know what? On a totally flat level. I understand why someone who lived through that great recession, like I did, would be like, I just want mine. I just want to fucking get mine. Fuck everyone. Because I moved to New York in September 2008. I remember fucking people killing themselves. I remember people fucking crying in the fucking street in Herald. It was depressing. There was an, I, was, I was a fucking immigrant. I was terrified. I can understand coming out of that as desperate and malicious. You're still bad. It's still a horrible thing. But I can understand someone being like, I got to fucking find a way to get off the board. I can't be part. I need to have enough riches to protect myself. Sure. I do not believe any of these people would admit it. But yeah, that's exactly what they created. I would believe that Vito Buter and all the 900 people who made Ethereum and whoever Satoshi Nakamoto is. Uh, pretty confident it's Rowan Atkinson, actor who played Mr. Bean. But nevertheless, it's. I would believe that those people started with noble goals. 
I believe that they would go, oh, we're going to make decentralized software or we're going to make an anonymous currency. I believe like Monero as well, same thing. Like, I believe that at that point it was like, we're going to send money anonymously because we don't trust the system. It was libertarian bullshit, but it was like, it wasn't like a moral good, but it also wasn't like inherently evil and exploitative at first. But then the moment there was enough money and enough ways to turn it into real money, then I think people came in and went, oh, I could rig. This could be a very efficient way to extract wealth from the middle class and also the upper middle class. And then we can trick the lower class, right. which is exactly what they've done. They found a way to dribble off the upper middle class people who started get the middle class. Now you've got Matt Damon. Now you can get poor people. It's fucking evil. It's just like really like. And maybe, and the argument is, well, the system isn't evil, it's the people. It's like, yeah, who lives on the planet? Dogs aren't using this. <laughs> right. I see a fucking crocodile on Coinbase, you fucking asshole. And that's the thing. It's, if people are evil, I've been having these people in my mentions all day. Oh, well, you want to regulate into dust? What about us good people? The answer is, fuck you. That's what. That is the answer. I am sorry. I've made money on crypto. I'm I should not be making money on crypto. I should not have made money, uh, like... The system should not have benefited me. I got benef the, the, the benefits I've had are because someone got me into something early. The most evil way. And it's like, well, I guess the most evil way would be Axie Infinity, but that, putting that aside. But it's like, if this was a democratic system, it wouldn't be me benefiting. It would be regular people. And the regular people would have benefited first. But then there's this whole noxious thing of, oh, well, getting in early and being rewarded for being early. Why is a democratic system rewarding people for actions, wouldn't dem democratic mean equality? Right. But it isn't equality. There is no equality. None of it. You can't mine this shit without a fucking incredible, insane $27,000 series of GPUs that you've Jimmy rigged in a garage in Georgia. And using up enough basement. energy that basically is oh, the, yeah. the equivalent of like a, a small country just to mine a couple. Yeah, of... but they're doing carbon credits now, which does nothing but makes them feel good. Right, exactly. I... And the funny thing is, uh, Axie, speaking to Axie Infinity specifically, uh, they were the most wasteful of the NFT projects until they moved to the Ronin network because every fucking transaction in the game, every little item was a fucking Ethereum network transaction, which meant Beautiful. literally like you sell, I don't know, like a fucking sword or some shit. And you just use the same amount of energy in that one transaction to power an entire household in California for like two and a half months. Imagine, the imagine every time like you, uh, you, uh, bought, uh, like a, a Fortnite uh, dance, you basically could have powered an entire family's home for it's so much for a quarter It's so much of worse, though, year. because think of it more like I want to move one item to one box in Diablo. Transaction. I want to move it out. Mm. Transaction. I, right. want, I want to interact with a merchant. Open the merchant menu. Transaction. I want to see the price on that. Maybe not a transaction. Maybe that's within the chain. Maybe I could just see that. I want to purchase it. Transaction. Right. I want to move that into my stash. Transaction. That is... All of them. And they're like, well, we're going to make more efficient ones. Who cares? It's still slow and bad. Well, what if it was faster? How much faster? Because no blockchain appears to be faster than like the shittiest phone. Like that's the thing. It's really bad. I think you've had David Gerard on. Yes. He's made some really good points about how shitty it is as software. Right. And that's the thing. It is. It's shit software. And all these fucking technologists being like, this is the future. It's fucking not. It looks bad. And it's bad at everything. Like everything you try and do on the blockchain, 
was probably better three years ago on a shit laptop, on like a Walmart Black Friday doorbuster that you had to like punch a granny to get. It was probably like this. There's no, and this whole thing as well about like why you'd want it is like, oh, without their permission, without their permission, it's a, so the big, big government can't stop you doing this. What the fuck is big government stopping you doing that you're doing on the blockchain exactly? Because I can't think of a single, other than losing shit tons of money, uh, because the government will not protect, and that's and the thing, I, I just don't know how, like Kevin Roos. With his, I don't know if you saw this. This fourteen thousand word latecomers guy. Oh, I'm one of the uh, researchers who uh, contributed oh, to the annotate, uh, right. annotated. You're on there too, I, right? Yeah, yeah. I guess I've, I, I forget everything I write immediately after I write. <laughs> it's my problem. But in all seriousness, it was a very long, very bad thing. But also, it was super rosy and optimistic. I can't think of a more irresponsible piece of journalism to put out at the moment. I really just can't. I, and one of the reasons, and I'm sure you said this too, it was like. If you look at this in a bubble, it's innocent. It's just telling you about the thing. But if you look at it in the context of billions of dollars just going missing because someone fucked up on the computer, it becomes terrifyingly irresponsible to recommend it or even slightly suggest you should give it a try. He mentions in there that you can just log on and play a game. That The only game would be Axie Infinity. I wouldn't be surprised if at least 100 people got fucked thanks to that article. Right. He, and that, it was especially irresponsible because he's telling people to just dive in. And all those and all those scams you heard about, d- d- put that aside and dig deeper. Like even if you wanted to come – maybe you never heard about this stuff before and you wanted to come in and just try to find the benefits. Try to understand what the advocates were talking about. You don't put aside all that terrible shit. You keep it in your mind and consider the cost benefits when you do find something that I guess in your own opinion is a net positive or something. And then you compare it to that. Like you don't just go like, oh, $625 million just stolen. Let's just throw it out the window. Forget about that for a minute. It's just like, yeah, when it's definitely not. not I mean, like um, in in February, $320 million was stolen from Wormhole. I mean, other than that, there was like the ninety million right. compound from last year. I mean, there's literally. And then, look, you, the got the, then you got the, White the, has... the number Razzle Khan and her boyfriend stole. We got that one. We. Got... <laughs> I mean, the fact that Molly White perpetually has new content on Web three is going great every day. It's just incredible shit. It's a good sign for an industry when you have a blog that basically writes itself. She's a very good writer, but the content just keeps on flowing. And also, I just don't understand how you don't feel a sense of shame in the case. Well, I think Kevin might be on, like, paternity leave, so, oh, God. He's, shut up. Cat doesn't like Kevin Roos. But no, he's, um, but that's the thing. It's the deep sense of shame you should feel writing that. And the Times, yes, they should pull it down. And I realize that seems dramatic, but... At least, at least we know the Times changes headlines all the time. They should at least put like they should at least put like they change like police policeman shoots person to gun related accident happens in vicinity to cop all the time. They should at least change like the pro crypto like the case for crypto or or some shit. Yeah, or just add links, add links at the top of all the scams and crypto people like, well, that's unfair. How is it unfair? How is it unfair? This happened. I thought facts didn't care about your feelings. I thought this was the libertarian paradise where you can do what you want. 
This is what happens when you can do what you want. Because libertarianism, my favorite misunderstanding of libertarianism is I can do what I want. No, libertarianism is we can do what we want, all of us. And it doesn't mean there's no authority either. No, authorities are built and held and fought for and you, they control resources and they don't make them equitable. They make them selfish. And crypto is that like it really is very libertarian. It's just that most people misunderstood libertarian to mean the end of establishments. That's anarchy. Very different. Not what this is at all. Right. The blockchain itself is an establishment. Like that's like right. that's what I don't get. They all of these people we've discussed this previously, but it's like all of these people, they act as if this is some great power shift away from traditional groups. No, it isn't. We don't know who owns most of it, other than the FBI. Not that I don't think they're doing anything. Well, I guess you can't really do anything with Bitcoin, but that's the thing. How do we not know there's not a nation state fucking with Ethereum? How do we not know there's not one with I know China has a China just as a country has a chunk. How do we know how much of that is? Like I mean, like we don't know this. The beauty of your whole anonymous thing is we have no ability to tell who could really controls this and who could just go Let's dump $500 billion tomorrow. I'm going to sell this for one cent each. Fuck you. Goodbye. Like someone could do that tomorrow. Right. And someone, someone very stupid could say, well, they could do that with the dollar. No, they, they can't. Like, oh, well, the government just wants to control you. What do you think the people running Ethereum or any number of blockchains, what do you think CZ from Binance wants to do? Right. If you were a threat to his billions, do you think he would do anything other than protect himself? God, no. And one thing I will say with CZ is Binance has generally been pretty solid when it comes to rug pulls related to Binance. But their own sidechain, Binance sidechain, fuck me, that is like super fast scam Ethereum. Same with Polygon. Oh, yeah, it's, the, it's, was, the, it's the shitcoin capital of the blo- of well, blockchains. Like it's the place Poly- for Polygon's yeah. that now. Polygon's gone for that. I have a weird fascination with these. So I was like early days in BSC, just watching just fucking scams roll through. I my mate was working on a paper about cryptocurrency for his law school, and while I was talking to him, he was like, "Do you know have any examples of a cryptocurrency scam rug pull?" I said, "Oh, I'm watching one." I found one called like Ape Chain on Polygon that just like randomly the developer logged on and said, yeah, it's all gone. Sorry. Someone found a hole in it. It's all gone by. A few million dollars just gone. <laughs> all right. Um, then like a few months later, oh, maybe it was weeks later, like Polish Shark, which was like a really legit looking one, gone. Just like all the developers disappeared. It's like, how do you not see this? And oh, they're outliers. Where are the inliers, motherfucker? Where are the actual... Where are the legit ones? Where are the ones that... And no, crypto.com arena does not mean anything. Spending money does not mean anything to me. Your magic money, you found a way to make it liquid. Congratulations. Do something. And do something legitimate. Because your bizarre yield farm things... And it really is just scammer scamming scammers at some point. It's genuinely very funny. It's not anything that would be funny. Which to me is actually the most enticing thing about crypto. Every now and then I, I think to myself... You know, if 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 I could be sure that the only people I would be making money from are the people who love this shit, maybe I wouldn't feel so bad. <laughs> Let me t- no no, I get that logic, but here's why. Here's why you can't going back to the whole desperation and financial insecurity thing. Money does shit to people. And I live in Las Vegas, so I know how gambling does. 
one's proximity to wealth, even if it's imagined, manipulates you, drives you crazy. And the more money you put in, the crazier you get. And the more proximity you have to even more wealth, which can be, you can feel that you're edified in your actions based on someone similar making money in some way, even if you have to squint a bit, will drive you. And I believe that there are just a lot of people who are being introduced to the stock market and gambling at once, which I would argue not being a psychologist is the single most mentally degenerative thing you can do because you add the speed of gambling and the volatility and the fun to the craziness of the stock market. And I don't like, I actually find the comparison to casinos stupid because casinos are fair. They're cruel, but they're fair. They publish their odds. Like these are the odds. It's a dice game. It's a card game, whatever. In the case of crypto, there are no odds. There is no justice. There's billions of fake volume. There's right. there's nothing people... you could, there's nothing you could base it on. Unlike like you no. mentioned with casinos, there's odds. Stocks, while you know, stock market's got its own issues. It can be bullshit. Yeah, yeah. but uh, there is a company behind the uh, each stock, and if you look into it, uh, uh, you know how it should be ostensibly but... for the most part is. Company does very good. It's a it's a safe stock or a good stock. You know, you know. Mm-hmm. There's companies where like you know you're not gonna wake up tomorrow and find the huge earnings, but you invest in a company like I don't know Apple. Good chance if you just waited, you know, wait the time. Make a little. And you maybe you make a little but bit of here's money. The, here's another important thing: to get on the stock market, you actually have to do stuff. In fact, there was an announcement. Was the SEC? I forget who it was, but basically, SPACs, SBS, uh, Special Purpose Access Vehicles. Right. Companies, um, I'm not very smart, but nevertheless, the, the shell companies that basically give uh, places on the stock market to uh, yeah. new ventures or whatever, like that's how uh, Donald Trump's media companies are being traded on the stock market now. But now they're going to start reining them in because they went, yeah, okay, that's enough, you little shits. But also, if a company materially lies on the stock market, there are very big legal things that happen, and you can sue them, and there are class action suits that happen all the time. Robin Hood. I, like were they public at the time, but there's a massive class action suit after last year with the whole Reddit thing. Right. Not Reddit thing. Well, Reddit means GameStop. Yeah. 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 And that was what, and like, that's the thing, like that should tell you all you need to know, by the way, about how people and why people are getting into crypto. People are so fucking desperate, man. I, I really, I can't engender much hatred for someone being involved in crypto unless they're a crazy zealot because God, how the fuck else are you meant to make money? Like an honest job? Well, that's a fa- like that's the thing. That it's like most people have just the pandemic reinforced this as well. The right way of doing things doesn't do shit for most people. Most people are just stuck. What are you gonna do? Buy a house after BlackRock bought most of them? Like everything's more expensive. So people right now are desperate and now fucking Matt Damon is going on TV and telling people that this is the future. So people have a chance to be part of a future that doesn't involve a big thing ramming them in their ear hole. Like, people are just fucking... And people have been told, put money in your 4K, invest in stocks. Doesn't work. So try this thing. And it's so sad because it isn't going to work out for most. This whole we're going to make it thing, fuck you. You're going to make it, maybe. You're the shill. Nothing like uh, Randy Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg's sister, singing about how we're all going to make it. I mean, she'll make it. That's for sure. She'll she'll make it. She could lose all her money. I mean, but I mean, she could lose. All, I'm talking about Web three. Like she could lose all right. of her money in these projects she's investing in, and she's she's fine. She's made it. Yes, 
That's the thing. That's, like, like that's, that's amazing to hear from her. What were some of the actual? I wanted to ask you this before you. I know you mentioned quickly that it was a response to your articles about the Axie Infinity play to earn and how the whole thing is, you know, just basically a Ponzi. What were some of the, you know, standout responses to you from, you know, the pro crypto advocates? Because one thing you mentioned a little bit ago about the libertarianism in crypto, and I noticed that's like the most amazing thing to me when. You ask a crypto advocate to defend, for the most part, this isn't all, but there is a, a good percentage that do this. You ask them to, you know, what, what, what is, why are you into this? Why is it so important for you to defend this? What has it done? Like, what, what's your, your, you know, what, what's your, 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 you know, your, your elevator pitch here? And they say, oh, I made a lot of money or I made money from it. And it's like, listen, that's, you hear this from, weirdly enough, progressives or leftists that very small portion of them who are into crypto there's a very weird portion like a small like little click of leftists who are into this stuff i love to see that venn diagram it's it's uh amazing honestly it's um and they try to they try to claim that this is you know crypto is progressive or leftist or even socialist because DAOs and stuff and it's like why Definitely. do you say that and it's like well i made I, I it helped me pay for stuff like it helped me put down money for a house or a new car that i needed yeah it helped you it's like hyper capitalism you made a buck off of it that's not helping anybody else necessarily like the idea that and this this works for axie infinity and this is why there's going to be a point where it all, all falls apart for you to make money from crypto where do you think you're, you're you – know, there's, no, there's no product being sold. There's no revenue being generated off of people's labor and a product. Where do you think your, your profit comes from when you sell for, for a profit? It comes from mm-hmm. the losers. So just by that very definition, like that the, – the basis of how this works. Yeah. Just like the, the, the basis of how this shit. works means that everybody cannot win. There has to be losers for – people who do make money to win top potato so you ask what the response has been right. and i don't tend to engage with them much other than to fuck with them because <laughs> they're not going to convince me i'm not going to convince them one guy said i wouldn't trust you with a bunch of women at a club cool. i chose not to mm-hmm. chose not to respond to that one because i'm like don't remember when i last went to a club right. i don't spoke to anyone i live right. in this room no, but in all seriousness um regularly at the club no it, but <laughs> A lot of them say the shit about, well, a lot of the arguments are very funny of, well, look, look, this is bad, and this is bad, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad, and then a few hours later, this is also bad, but this might be good, maybe. And it's like, what? Um, Someone responded to me and compared regulating crypto to regulating abortion. Ah, wow. Yeah, my wow. my followers mostly got to him. Like, I, I was just like, just I was, I just don't that one. But that's the thing, because you make a point with the whole left. Just wow, someone monetized leftism. But um, I mean, abortion though is is the, regulated no, no, to make sure it's it, safe. Like that's the thing. Like... With, someone responded with. Abortion is cool. Crypto isn't. I was like, okay, cool. That's fine. <laughs> but, like, but like, no, but like, no, it's, no, le- but... it's legal. Yes. But it's just, I can't believe I'm even arguing this, but like that, that, no, that stupid no... analogy doesn't even work on like that stupid level. Like there's a reason because... do- doctors aren't using uh, wire hangers because there is. My favorite one though, was someone was talking about, <laughs> Oh, what if a bus kills a bunch of people, are they going to, they're going to get rid of the bus. 
They recalled a bus about eight years ago because a headlamp regularly went out. So, yes, they recall cars all the time. Also, again, I don't little thing. Right. Again, though, but I don't again, think that's the correct analogy. The correct is, analogy is like there are rules to the road. There's driving law. There's like laws about driving yep. and stop signs and, and speed Their limits. The argument is because good <laughs> things can come out of it. Bad things, bad things don't count. That is the largest argument is this is like bad things have, are going to happen with anything because humans are bad, but the code is good. And the answer to that is just fart noises because just Coda's law is really funny as well because it's so funny because that is pure libertarianism as well. But the pure libertarian ideology of it's it's the zombie apocalypse MGTOW guy thing all over again. It's yeah, when the zombie apocalypse comes, I'm going to be shooting zombies and fucking ladies. No, mate, you're going to be the second person eaten because someone is going to run towards you. You're going to try and run. And then you're going to fall over and the zombie eats you. That's, that's how you die. But in this case, it's if I was writing code and I made a system be fucking perfect. No, it won't. No, it will not. You are not perfect. Right. No matter, even the best coder in the world probably would miss something. And there are all of these CD companies that do like audits. They always, always like these like eight, like legitimate audit companies and they get obvious stuff, but then they miss like, Oh, there's, yeah, there's a button that anyone could press that gives them all the money. Fuck, I'd have missed that. It's on the front page, too. Shit. And it's all, they're all, it was coded well, good. That button was, was coded to do exactly what it did. I'll tell you that. <laughs> code is law, baby. It's just, you know, bad code. it's and, interesting and, you saw that, though, from the, 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 the people who wanted to defend it because I, before, before we did this, obviously, I did a lot of research. But today, one of the founders, of the uh, of um what you call it Sky Mavis, basically argued that same thing. They they he was defending what happened by saying, "Listen, this was a social engineering issue because of human error. That's what the hack was. The tech though, the tech is good, and it's like, dude, no one gives a fuck. First of all, it's the like bridge a mag- fell over, but the bits underneath it fucking stellar. Like the bolts are still connected, right? Yeah, the bolts well, you are still see connected. Bolt all over? <laughs> Not the bolts fall. It's... But that's and that's and there's no responsibility. There's none. There's none. There's none. They don't. They, they don't care because they got rich. Because always, but it's just like there is no responsibility, and they built this code of code is law thing so that they can escape it. And they've built these DAO things, not so everyone gets pieced because they don't. It's so that they can ignore it, so they can blame someone else. It's always, and it's so funny because they talk about losing this responsibility while always, to your point, taxing the user with the personal responsibility to not stick their hand in the cookie jar. I was going to say the thing from June, but I couldn't remember the name. But it's, I saw one on uh, LinkedIn of all places today. Where someone was saying, oh, this actually thing's really bad. And then someone responded with, look, they just needed a more secure NFT thing. It's like, sure they did, but also this did not need to exist. It's not a fun game. That's the thing. It wasn't even fun. It doesn't even pay well. It doesn't, none of this stuff has any real value. But because people see it's worth fiscal value, they conflate that with a qualitative value. Nobody is playing fucking Elden Ring, another irresponsible thing Kevin Rooster, but it's just, he said it was a video game. He said you could play a video game, play a video game on a video game console. Okay. Right. New York Times has editors now? Well, come on. Uh, but no, it's, <laughs> but that's the thing, like, that said alone is, it may seem minor, 
But if that tricks one fucking person into playing Axie, that's bad. That's really bad. Worst case scenario, sorry, best case scenario, if they play it, they've wasted $300. And are they going to get fun out of it? No. And and that's the thing. It's, It's so fucking depressing because all of this NFT shit is the same. It's all, everyone's like, oh, I like the artwork. No, you don't. No, stop. Trying to convince yourself. That's all. Yeah, just keep. It's a speculative asset. Well, the art industry is like that. Okay, the art industry isn't sitting on Twitter trying to pull everyone into it and then grabbing their money as quickly as possible and saying that they'll be, well, I guess some art places do say you'll be early. But but that's the thing. It's not the same thing because it's not just only a trade. And that really is only a trading mechanism. It is only that. Did you ever see the NFT art exhibit, by the way, with all the TVs? I did not see that. I got to check that, that out. Amazing. It'd be so fun. I've just been like thinking about how funny it would be to just jack all the TVs. Get <laughs> someone in there, a few crowbars. <laughs> no, it's... <laughs> but, but that's what we have to look forward to, by the way. We're going to we're gonna see more and more of like guys getting actually like killed over their monkey pictures because they had them on a ledger. Like there's going to be shit like that. The social engineering attacks are happening now. When they get harder to do, they're going to move on to the physical engineering ones. And it's like, oh, it's a social engineering attack. They did this. It could happen to anyone. You know, another... Uh, Not really. Yeah. yeah. Not another, really. Th- another thing I saw, saw though, from the, the founders that you just made me think of is um, they were retweeting, I guess, supporters of the company or the game, oh. I guess, fans of the game. But the, all the tweets were basically the same. We're all in this together. We're a community. I love my community the, in Axie Infinity. It's... It's so like uh, you know cultish. Like they're being, they're, I mean, I've discussed before on this show how you know there's so much overlap between like cult language you hear in like straight up cults and then the the, oh, the, I mean, the crypto I, people. What I was like, just typing in was uh, Jim Jones cult, and he said, Jim Jones once said, "Do I have a place for you, for us?" Right. right. It's it's and and the religiousness again comes back to the depression that everyone facing the despair everyone faces. Because people are less religious, and I don't think religion's a good thing, but they're searching for meaning in a deeply meaningless and painful world where things feel deeply unfair. And suddenly you have this community of other people who are, you go with the realists who are saying you're entering into a brutal system that will take advantage of you and exploit you, or do you go with the really nice people who always want to talk to you, who theoretically might have a way for you to make money, one of which has said he made lots of money off of this, but has proven it in no meaningful way, in no traceable way. Yeah, that's you're going to go with that guy. Same way you're going to hang out at the craps table that's loud. I'm serious. You're going to go to the loud craps table versus the quiet one. Even if they're the same price, you're going to go to the one where people are hooting and hollering. The dice are the, the same odds every time they roll the dice, but you're naturally going to want to be part of something. People want to be part of something. It's so fucking sad, but so inevitable that something like this would happen. Because, of course, capitalism, especially cult of personality-driven capitalism, was going to come to this point where you have people like Alexis Ohanian who can draw followings. Gary Vaynerchuk, so much worse than oh. Alexis. True, truly malevolent. We could we could do a no, I could, like, I could, I'm afraid we're going to go on for another like three hours. <laughs> if I speak about him too long. But Gary Vaynerchuk, we made $72 million, I think, off of fucking badly drawn cartoon drawings. It's just, on some level, a lot of this is also famous people have worked out a way to monetize their fame directly. 
shit, it's not even real currency. When it all goes down, there's no legal, there's no legal responsibility. The only time I've really been excited about the government doing something is how the SEC has just started fucking up people like DJ Khaled and Floyd Mayweather, I think, as well. And that's um, my hope. I know. I'm like, please, government, do something. But, yeah, can someone fucking get Gary Vaynerchuk? Can they arrest him? Come up with something later. Put him in jail. Take the computer away for a bit. Let's work out what the fuck is going on with Gary Vaynerchuk. But in all seriousness, that is what I kind of hope. I want this to be regulated into dust. I want it to go away because it's hurting people and it's going to get worse. The one thing we haven't discussed, and I don't see many people discussing because it's been a while, is the next crash. Because that one will hurt a a lot lot more people. people. Yeah. A lot more people. You think this Axie thing is going to hurt? Current market cap of everything, I think, is approaching $2 trillion. If that halves, if that quarters, if that tenths, it's going to fuck so many people up. And that, and that's your, all your NFT bullshit, all your sidechain crap. No one is safe. Or, of course, Tether falls apart, and then everything goes down. And that's the thing. No one's thinking about that. No one's even cons- – the fact that – Bruce, in that article, said Ethereum has historically gone up is one of the more irresponsible things I've seen a journalist do because historically it's gone up, huh? How did you come up with the word historically? Because it's gone up from the beginning, but how many times has it gone down? Because how many times has it gone down is probably what you want to subtract from the ups because I don't think it's historically gone up. It might be up now from below, but... I remember when it was 90 bucks after being at a thousand in Ethereum. And it's like, I'm, I'm going to be fine if this gets wiped out. I, a criticism I get, I've got from crypto people is, yeah, you have fun being poor, have That's... fun losing money. There's a guy who lost money. And it's like, no, man, I'm not the person who's going to get hurt. I'm not because I'm not involved in this. I deliberately didn't. So I didn't get fucked. You might. And you might seem like a horrible person with a picture of a shitty penguin, but you probably got into this just trying to escape pain. And I get it. And I feel for you. But stop telling other people. Please, God. Right. Right. You know, it's 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 so amazing how this has gotten to this point. And the idea – first of all, the, the idea that, you know, it's historically gone up is, is funny too because, I mean – the majority of people who are putting their money into this, uh, they probably don't have money to just sit around and just forever just wait for it to continue going mm-hmm. up when it does go down. Like, you're, it doesn't matter if it's historically gone up when you need cash and need to cash out when it is down from when you entered. Like, it doesn't matter. Yes. Like, like, that's the thing. Like, sure. This those, is not a safe harbor for your right, money. Like, th- those Bitcoin hodlers from the early days, they uh, certainly uh, made a lot of money. Uh, you know how they made a lot of money? Because they never really needed the cash because if they did, they would have had to cash out their Bitcoin. They were already in a position where they were safe enough, never in a position where they needed money like most people do. Because, again, at least in the United States of America, something like half the country could not afford $400 in an emergency. So, I mean, the idea that you could always just sit around and wait for it to go back up is just not reality for nope. a large portion of people. And also, I mentioned the casino stock market thing. I don't touch the stock market because I don't have the emotional control. Uh-huh. I would argue most people also don't. Right. And that is the biggest thing. It's like scary, especially when you get like 5 to 15% 
volatile shifts. It's too much, man. It's too much. It is a lot of stress to put on a person. And it's got to this point where we are going to, in 10 years, the crypto people say, we're all going to be using crypto. Now, I think in 10 years, we're going to see a lot of people genuinely hurt by this. And people who pushed it, I fucking hope I have their feet held to the fire because it's one thing if you invested in like a few crypto things. I'm not like whatever. I can accept that. But if you were shilling something like Axie Infinity, you have uh, that is a dark thing to have been. Uh, it, it is like investing in Palantir. It is like investing in. Well, I was about to say a company that worked with ICE, Palantir again. It's like investing in whoever runs Clearview AI. If it's like willingly giving money to the police, it is, you know what you're putting in there and your you chose where your money went there and you were not manipulated. You knew exactly why you were doing it. And if you chose to do this, if you were ignorant enough to do this, if you truly were just like, I'm a big dumb shithead, then you at least take responsibility for being a big dumb shithead. And God, I swear to God, I hope all of these people who got wiped out fucking contact the investors. I hope they go nuts because these people, Alexis Ohanian shouldn't be able to sleep at night right now. He should be fucking terrified. Not for any threat, but just guilt. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I, 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 I extend that to all of the people who have play any part in Axie infinity from mm -hmm. uh, sky Mavis to, uh, uh, Anderson Horowitz, even though I know Mark, Mark Cuban, not, uh, Mark Cuban, although I'm sure Mark Anderson's uh, living quite comfortably in that. I'm sure he's hundred twenty five million dollar or so big fucking house, home. big he fucking just, head. Yeah. <laughs> Ed Zitron, thank you so much for joining me. This was fantastic. Thank you for having me. Uh, CEO yeah. of Easy PR author of the easy.substack.com newsletter. Where else can people find you online? If you want to find some of the shittiest tweets, you can find me at Ed Zitron. It is E-I-T-R-O-N. It is not good. It's very bad. Uh, but thank you for having me. This has been so much fun. Thank you. Have a great night. Wow. We covered everything you'd ever want to know about pay-to-earn crypto games. I don't think I ever have to do an episode on the topic again, except for all the future episodes on the topic. I'm sure I will do. Folks, patreon.com slash mattbinder to support this show. I'd really appreciate if you could support this show because what I want to do is I want to bring people on board to make even more content. Literally, there are probably like 20 episodes of this show that can be made per day based on all the frankly bullshit that goes on in this space on a daily basis uh you can see just some of it on molly white's great web3 is going great.com website other ways you can support this show is subscribing at youtube.com slash matt binder following me at twitch.tv slash matt binder if you have an amazon prime subscription you get a free monthly twitch prime subscription at no extra cost to you. It just comes along with it. You're basically taking uh, money out of Jeff Bezos' pocket and giving it to me if you use your Twitch Prime subscription to subscribe to my twitch.tv slash mattbinder Twitch channel. Uh, do that if you can. Uh, scameconomy.com. 
Folks, leave an Apple Podcasts or Spotify review if you can. It literally takes seconds to do, and it helps out this show immensely. Uh, So that's a great way to literally spend not a single cent and support Scam Economy. Follow me on Twitter, at Matt Binder. Follow the show account, at Scam Economy, which I just started to use. I will only be tweeting crypto stuff and promotional stuff for this show from that account. So if you want to know, you know, when the next episode's going to be, uh, maybe some, like, teaser clips once I'm able to, you know, find the time to do that and maybe get that help that I need to do that, that'll be on that uh, Twitter account. Catch me on the Scam Economy Post Show, a.k.a. the Scam Economy Crypto Hotline Live. It's going to be going uh Live right now on YouTube and Twitch. If you are watching the premiere of this video right now on YouTube, if you're listening to the podcast, if you are watching the YouTube video replay, definitely go check that out because that replays too. Uh, Otherwise, I will see you all next time on The Scam Economy. <laughs>